0: Hello, welcome to the Two Dudes in a Movie podcast. This is the first episode. Uh, I'm Drew. I'm Cam. And today we are talking about the movie from 2002, Catch Me If You Can, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks, Christopher Walken, Amy Adams, and Martin Sheen. Uh, Cam, do you want to give it a little plot synopsis before we get started?
1: Yeah, so the movie is about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's a teenager. He's running around catching fra- uh, fake Cashing or doing tax fraud, uh, running around the country, going to different states, cashing fraudulent checks, and Tom Hanks is a detective for, I think, the FBI. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. Um, he's been run- He's running around trying to catch him, and it's a game, pretty much a game of cat and mouse across the country.
0: Yeah. All All the while, he's taking up different names. He's uh, taking up different professions, all, like making up, uh, like, checks and just really stealing. He, I think. He's stealing millions and millions of dollars by the end of the movie. Um, So, a fun fact before we get started, uh, this movie is directed by Steven Spielberg and initially it was supposed to be directed by uh, a number of directors such as David Fincher who directed uh, Alien 3 and 7 and a bunch of movies like that and uh, Cameron Crowe who is known for more teen movies such as Say Anything and uh, Almost Famous I believe. Um, but, uh, Cam, uh, do you have any, like, initial thoughts that you want to get get out uh, before we, you know, kind of just keep going back and forth?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, quick question. Did David Fincher do do uh, Gone Girl?
0: Uh, I believe so, yeah. He did Gone Girl. He did a bunch of movies. I think he did Zodiac as well. Okay, yeah. I... So, yeah, he, he did a lot of serious, uh, a lot of downer movies. And,
1: um, yeah, this one... Isn't really like that yeah, at all. Yeah, no. Uh, but for a general, my general opinion on it, I liked it. Uh, it felt it was a long movie, but it didn't feel that way because going into it, I saw that it was around like two hours twenty minutes. I was expecting it to like drag, but it was a good pacing. It didn't feel like two hours. I checked just to see where I was, in. I was like halfway into it, a little over halfway. I'm like, oh wow, this doesn't. There's always something happening and piqued my interest most of the time. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would agree that, like, I started
0: watching it, and it was one of those movies where, like, I, like, couldn't believe the runtime because it didn't feel, like, that long. <laughs> and, like, I think it's because, like, the whole way, there's not, like, a dull moment. It's always, like, either Tom Hanks is about to catch uh, Frank Abagnale, which is his name, and then Tom Hanks is just uh, Carl uh, Ab- Hanreddy, Hanreddy, something like that. Something, yeah. yeah, and uh, it kind of is just a really, not, like, it's not like a, it is a pretty intense movie.
1: But it's like lighthearted also. Yeah, it was never. It was never too serious, cause there's certain scenes where Leonardo's just like, or er, uh, what's his name? Tom, not Tom. What's his name? Carl. Carl. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, he's just kind of toying with uh, Carl. Wow. Carl is toying with. What's? With Frank. 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 Frank sorry. I keep <laughs> thinking of their actual time and Leah. Yeah. So Carl is always Carl's toying with Frank, and it just never felt too serious. Yeah, it, it, I think the
0: having um, Steven Spielberg be the director kind of helped the movie. It, it seems like one of those movies that, like, is really, like, enjoyable. It's, like, lighthearted, and it's, like, Carl and Frank are both, like, funny, and there's so many – it's, like, pretty much a comedy. Like, it's a comedy, like, suspense, like, yeah. chase movie. And, like, I can see how, like, if David Fincher directed it – Maybe it would have been more of, like, a intense yeah. kind of con man movie. And uh, Steven Spielberg kind of gives it that more, like, family-friendly, like, whimsical kind of feel to the movie that I thought was pretty, like, it, it makes me want to, like, watch it over and over again because mm-hmm. I feel like David Fincher's movies are <laughs> very exhausting to watch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, do you want to get into
1: the specifics of it?
0: Uh, but, uh, yeah, we can get into the specifics. Um Let's see. What did you think? I thought that the, like, aesthetic of the movie was kind of like, it just, like, with the time period, because this is taking place in, like, the 1960s. 60s. Yeah, into, yeah, the whole 1960s, and, like, it kind of, fe- it really feels like that, uh, and, like, with Leonard DiCaprio being in movies such as, like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where it like he's like in a different time period with the wardrobes and everything it definitely feels like it was in the 60s what do you think
1: i liked some i liked uh the costumes that leonardo wore especially uh specifically when he went to go pick up uh, what was her, our brenda at the airport he had like this really colorful outfit he had like i think it was red glasses red sunglasses yeah. and the cars that were driven felt i liked it uh from a I guess the cinematography wise i like that as well so there were certain scenes where the the color patterns were like there was a matching period. uh specifically when at the beginning leonardo was walking to a car and there was like a lot of brown and in the background and the cars are on the road and um and the clothes he was wearing in the background it was just a lot of a lot of coordination with And i really liked that and there was another scene there was, I forgot specifically, there was just a lot of yellow.
0: Yeah, it, it, it felt, there was a lot of times where, like, it was, like, the sun was, like, shining on the sidewalk. Like, it was really bright, and I don't know if that was, like, intended or if it was whatever. But, um, yeah, I thought the look of it was really, like, it really fit the time period. And I thought it, apparently, I read something earlier that said that, like, Leonard DiCaprio, like, the designing person, they said that he had to have, like, a different, like, wardrobe, like, every scene. Like, whether it was, like, just, like, taking a coat off, you know, but he had to have, like, a different one because, I mean, one, he's being a different guy. Yeah, all the time. It's either he's a doctor, pilot, lawyer, uh, whatever, and so, you know, he has to have different things, which um, that kind of leads me into something that, like, I just want to talk about. I didn't realize that, like, Leonardo DiCaprio was, like, 27 when he did this movie. Like, he was, like, yeah, late 20s, and um, he, like... Plays a 16-year-old. Yeah. Like, that whole movie, he's... Well, not the whole movie, but, like, for the majority, he's, like, a 16, 17-year-old or 18-year-old. Like, he's in those three years. Uh, And, I mean, I kind of see it at the beginning, but, like, kind of as it goes on, it's kind of like, wow, I forget that he's, like, a teenager. Yeah. Uh,
1: I didn't... Maybe because I've known him since he was, like, 30, 40, but it always...
0: Personally? You know him personally?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like... I, it just felt weird. like, seeing a grown man, fit, like, being the 16-year-old character, it just felt weird. And he kept calling his dad, Daddy, like, the whole time. Like, I felt like he was too old, like, for that. He yeah. just looked old.
0: Yeah, it, it, I think because, like, after watching him in, like, Titanic, where he was, like, younger, yeah. but he, you know, it's just, and then he's, like, playing a 16-year-old. And, like, I don't know what it is with Leonardo DiCaprio, but, like, there's, like, a time where, like, he looked really young. And then he looked really yeah. old, like yeah. in the early to mid 2000s. He like like the early 2000s. He looked like fairly young. And then like once he was like in the departed, he just yeah. looked older, old. like in four years. And I don't know if it's because of the beard, but yeah, but he definitely he ages, like whether it's like makeup or his hair, the hair choices by the end of it. But like it's not like distracting. Yeah, no. Uh. It is just kind of funny because you're like they mentioned that it takes like the whole movie takes place before his 19th birthday and you're like holy crap he's like old like the actor's not like old but he's like older oh, by 10 yeah. years roughly
1: uh it was kind of random i think when he was caught at the end of the movie he has short hair but by the time he was like on the airplane his hair was like really grown I, out
0: i think that's because um i think it's because when they, he was arrested at the end of the movie um, it was like in Madrid and so like they, and, but Carl was trying to get him no. back to the United States. So, but they like kept him in like a Madrid, uh, prison for, I think like a year, maybe. Okay. Cause so, I, like, he's been there or not a year, but like months. So he's been there for a while. Oh and so, yeah. That yeah. the big
1: be- I forgot. I didn't loop it. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning, it, uh, it was kind of random, that game show scene at the very beginning. I don't, I don't know what that was about. Um,
0: I think that's – because we didn't mention this earlier, but this is based on a true story of actual Frank Abagnale Jr., yeah. who, like, actually – well, he didn't actually do everything. I think the um, – it was uh, said that he wrote a book in 1980, and then it took, like, 20 years for it to become a movie. And then uh, the movie the, – when the movie came out, he stated that it was, like, 80% accurate. You know, there's some stuff that was exaggerated, such mm-hmm. as, like, him calling Carl – every Christmas. Like that didn't actually happen because uh-huh. like, cause I think he was quoted saying, I just d- uh, I didn't want him to know where I was. Like, you yeah. know, like he, uh, like, you know, he didn't do that. And then I think another thing was that he, like after he left, cause in the film, um, basically his parents get a divorce. And so after his parents get a divorce, he um, he just runs away and that's when he starts his like conning and you know forging checks or whatever. And um, in real life, he never... And throughout the movie, he's coming back to Christopher Walken's character who plays his dad, and he's, like, talking to him about, like, uh, how he's doing this all for him and his mom and, like, trying to get them back together because the dad lost money uh, from the... He... He wanted a loan? Yeah, he wanted a loan, loan, and then they lost the house and everything. And they had to
1: move into a worse
0: yeah. apartment or yeah. house. But in but in real life, uh, the real Frank Abagnale, like, ran away and never saw his father, like, again after that. I'm oh. sh- like th- Yeah, he didn't see, like, try and come back and talk to him in real life. So in the movie, that's made up. But that's, like, minor details. And, like, if he just never saw his dad again, that'd, like, be kind of, like, you know, it wouldn't, like, fit. It wouldn't fit the Steven Spielberg kind of thing because it'd just be, like... You wouldn't like root for him because he's just kind of a jerk in real life. <laughs> yeah, like frankly, he would have just been kind of like, "Geez, man."
1: I like Christopher Walken's character. I think he had like a really good character as a dad. Uh, I wish there was more clarity when at the end when they when they the last time they met each other at the restaurant, uh, and Christopher Walken knew that he was actually conning and fraud and doing fraud. I wish there was more clarity on how they really felt because it felt like, like. Leo wanted to be, like, ex- not accepted, but...
0: Yeah, it was, isn't that when, like, he was, like, tell me to stop doing it? Yeah. And then Christopher Walken was like, you can't stop. stop. And, I, and I think because his dad, I know we're, like, really backtracking on kind of the plot, but, like, his dad's basically the one who kind of taught him the kind of little th- cons that yeah, he does. The like, yeah, the scene Yeah, like where he gets people to do stuff based on, like, you know, dressing in a uniform, and that distracts them from either knowing who you actually are or just, like, you know, like they're impressed with how Leonard Caprio is a pilot, so he's dressed in a pilot uniform, and they don't really check up on him, like, who he actually is. But, um, yeah, and he's, like... Basically, the dad's kind of the leading, like, force for him to, like, do all the conning, like, from the beginning. And then, like, at the end, he's, like, asking him. he's like, yeah, do you tell me to stop and I'll stop? Because, you know, it's gone too far. All the police are chasing me. And uh, the dad, like, it's it's weird. I don't know if the dad, like, just told him, like, you can't stop because you've already gone too far. Like, it seemed, like, weird. Like, it, it was a weird, like, ending scene, like, like interpretive kind of, like, part.
1: I, I don't know. And then he was yelling at him. I was not yelling at him, but more so like, were you going to go tonight? That yeah. after, when he was leaving,
0: it's weird. It's really strange. Cause like the dad knew, like he knew of it. And like, I, I think at the beginning he told him that that's what he was doing. Like, or no, I think at the beginning he told him he was a pilot. Like he was actually a pilot. Yeah. I think at that point, I think at that point, that's when he realized that like, like what he's actually done, which is stolen money and everything. Yeah. And so I think at that point he was like upset. Whereas like the beginning when they're in the uh, eating lunch and he was like being, telling him telling him that he was a pilot or a co-pilot, the dad was like really happy about it. But I think at this point he was like, yeah. But I, it's still weird why he told him not to stop. That's really strange. I think yeah. it's because like, it's one of those things where it's like you might as well like finish what you started. Yeah, you might as well just go Her- do it more, I guess, or <laughs> run away from the police. I <laughs> guess I don't know. Sure. It seems strange. Her- but
1: realize the consequences of your actions. This has nothing to do with me, man. Just-
0: yeah. <laughs> I And uh, I think another thing is, like, Christopher Walken and Leonardo DiCaprio are really good together, like, in this movie. Like, at the beginning, when, like, I think it's when he impersonates a substitute teacher and, like, yeah, the, oh. the moment where, like, he's in the principal's office and the principal's like, yeah, he's already set up a field trip with all the students, <laughs> and the and the mom comes out and looks at him and he's she's, like, disappointed, and the dad comes out and he's, like, smiling with yeah. him. I just thought they were really, like, good together and you can actually see them as father and son. Yeah.
1: I like that there wasn't any talking or nothing. Like, it was... Just,
0: just like them. You know what... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that just, like, the little, like things little things about the characters was pretty like good i think that the fact that like tom hanks's character carl is kind of like he's like an actual like agent or like a detective yeah while he has like a partner that's like a who got like demoted <laughs> to like financial yeah like de- like detective work i don't know the true title but and then another person who's only worked in it and hasn't like worked like to find criminals okay oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: um and, like, they
0: didn't have guns when they were going to catch him at the hotel, that part? Yeah, they like, they didn't have anything. So he's kind of... I like how he's, like, kind of just mad that he's, like... With crappy... Ha- yeah, and there's a part that actually made me laugh is when, like, one of the guys is... They're talking to um, yeah. someone that they think can help them get to Frank, and the, the guy... His partner keeps, like, reaching for, like, cake. And then Tom Tom Hanks, like, he, and he keeps reaching for a fork. But, like, as, like, Tom Hanks is talking, he keeps backing up because he doesn't want to get in his way. And then Tom Hanks grabs the fork for him and then, like, gives him, like, the sharp. And, like, he's, like, trying to stab Damn. him, it looks like. And I thought that was kind of cool. Because you like, I think the thing about this movie is that you do, you like Tom Hanks' character and Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Yeah. Like, the same. So it's, like, you want him to get away, but you also want Tom Hanks to catch him. Yeah. And um, I just thought it's, like, re- that's probably the best part, because, like, if, he, if Tom Hanks was just not likable, you'd be like, okay. There's, but, no, there's Yeah. So, like, I feel like the parts where it's, like, if we saw Tom Hanks, like, trying to get him, we'd, like, not enjoy it as much.
1: Yeah, I like how there's two, and that's a good point. I like how there's two, like, likable people, because at the end, it's at the end of the movie, is that they're still friends. And yeah. I think that was a good duo.
0: Yeah, I, uh, the ending where it's like, which honestly still is kind of like unbelievable to me how he like stole millions of dollars and was in actual prison and like ran away from the cops for like six years. Yeah. Or like, you know, give or take a couple. Of, I don't I don't know the true like years. But um, and then at the end, he's in prison for I'd say maybe like a year, maybe he's yeah. in prison. And then like they let him out and he starts working with the the police uh, for the rest of his life, really.
1: Yeah, I don't relating to that. I don't. I wonder how real that is. That uh, no, that's I think that's pretty real. Like, that actually happened. No, the part where he where uh, Frank runs away, or the part where Frank runs away uh, when he's when he gets hired to work with FBI. Um,
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the like specifics of that. I don't know if that actually happened because it seems like one, it seems weird because it's just like he's like working for the FBI, and nobody nobody should trust him. Nobody, everybody should be like. Like uh, keeping a watchful eye, but he has his own office yeah. and stuff, which I'm sure in real life that, um, that, and I'm sure in real life it was like more like actual, it wasn't like as, like, I don't know, like it was more realistic, obviously, in real life, but, um, yeah, I, it's kind of incredible how he like, he like, uh, at the end it says that he makes like, um, procedures to like check for like fraud and stuff that the FBI has used and that like banks like use that to check. Oh yeah. And I'll he gets millions of dollars a year for that.
1: Yeah, that, w- I didn't know, he- I wonder how much you.
0: That's w- so weird. That yeah,
1: millions crazy. of dollars for like catching what you were doing.
0: Yeah, it's so strange. I, um, as far as like the writing, what'd you think about the writing? Like the, I thought it was pretty. I
1: thought it was good. I think that played a big part in it as far as the pacing, this regarding the action or quote unquote action parts. uh. The best scene in my opinion is when Frank is in the office alone or no, Carl's in the office alone and he gets the phone call. I think it was the first Christmas and Frank tells him his uh his location but Carl's like I'm not falling for it again. And I think that was like the best scene. It's, it's like
0: is it is that the one where oh, that's the first one, right? I
1: think that was the first Christmas okay. he called.
0: I yeah, I I like I like that the writing is like I think the disjointed, like, time frames where it's, like, it shows him after he was in prison and being brought back to the U.S. and then, um, like, the beginning all, like, coming together, it really fits. It's good because it leads you into, like, the final, like, part where he's working for the FBI, and I think it fits pretty good. I also like just, like, the back and forth uh, with Carl and uh, Frank Abagnale, Leo's character, Mm kind of because, like... By the end of the movie, uh, Frank is, like, so just used to, like, conning other people that even if someone else is, like, telling him something, like, uh, in the scene where he's in, like, that um, Madrid, like, copying place, yeah, the factory, yeah. whatever, and he, like, doesn't trust that Carl, like...
1: Has... There people wanting to kill him outside. Yeah, he Sorry doesn't trust control.
0: it, so, he, yeah. He, and He's trying to, like, run away, and he's, like... And he, like, doesn't trust him, and he's, like, that's... A, like, he keeps, like, challenging him because he's so used to it. And I like how... I like how, like, the phone call, I don't know if that's the one you were talking about, but the one where he's, like, uh, calling Carl, and he's like, yeah, I'm in a I'm in a hotel room 3113 or yeah. whatever, and he's like, yeah, I'm at this thing. And Carl, uh, the specific hotel, and Carl goes, yeah, I'm not falling for that. You think that I'm going to fall for that easy? But then he was literally telling him the exact, exact place where he was. And I think that it, like, how in the movie he talks about how, like, uh, the thing where it's like, you know, why the Yankees always win? It's because people look at the, Pin the pinstripes, the instead of, you know, that they're so distracted by that, and that like comes back so many times because like Carl was seeing it at like what he thought he wasn't seeing at face value. He was just seeing it as like oh, when really he could just like see it for what it is. But um, yeah, I thought just kind of the back and forth between them. I just thought the little, I just thought the little character moments between uh, everyone was pretty good. How like by like every like big event that happens um Frank Abagnale kind of realizes what he's done like when he uh tries to marry um
1: Betsy I think Yeah, I Betsy that.
0: Amy Adams' character and then like they find him at like uh their house or the Oh, the wedding. Yeah, the wedding. And um he like he I I really don't know if he actually liked her.
1: That was a thing too cuz at first it was just supposed to be like hey, I'll fake marry you so you can go back with your parents or go back to your parents house but he seemed pretty genuine when he was leaving out and he was like you love me right and all that good stuff when he was running out the window but it did seem like a genuine connection there
0: yeah i didn't it it's weird it didn't like they didn't really like i don't know it didn't feel like at the end it really affected him all that much because you know he tells her to meet him at the airport, and then they're gonna fly away together. But then, uh, when he gets to the airport, he realizes that the police—she's just there to get him to go to her, and the police can catch him at the airport. Yeah. And then he—he he seemed like upset about it. He's but like, but after that, it kind of just seemed like okay, time to go to the next thing. He
1: seemed upset because the police were there. Not that she told on him. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I so I don't know if it was just like for the sake of the con and all that. <laughs> I it, it's kind of. It's kind of, like, up to what you think about it. Um, um, I also... I just want to say that, like, they shot... Because, you know, the it takes place all over the world. Right. Like, this movie. And, like, all over the United States. And apparently they shot 147 locations in 52 days.
1: 140.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's... Yeah, a lot. They just, like... Because they had to go from, like, the JFK airport that they shot at for the oh, airport yeah. scenes. At least... Uh, I think the final one was in that big... Uh,
1: Miami... Or... Um, that was in Miami, wasn't
0: it? Uh the final one, the where like he's trying to leave in uh, Tom Hanks. Oh
1: yeah, his, no, that was a different thing. It might know.
0: have been. I I'm not very familiar with it, but um yeah, it, it's quite a bit. And I feel like like it helped just because, you know, it, he has to be all over the world. So it wouldn't have been believable if he's just like in California yeah, if all he time. Was, like in a building and they said, "Oh, welcome to welcome to Haiti" or something <laughs> like that. Like and he's not like actually seeing like the sights or whatever. But yeah, I think uh and the movie was like really successful uh I have written here that it made like three hundred and fifty two point one million dollars on a fifty two million budget Wow! so yeah, it was a pretty like big movie at the time. I think it was like within the top ten within the top ten uh like highest grossing movies of two thousand and two yeah uh
1: I think Leo got a golden glow for that a golden too Globe? Yeah, yeah, either him or Tom Hanks, one of them
0: yeah i yeah he did he does a really good job it, it's kind of like one of those things where like the more like when he plays a character you really can't see anybody else play it. Like, like I can't see anybody else play him in that movie. And like, I guess the same with Titanic and yeah. like other movies, you just can't see anybody else but him. Cause he's so good.
1: Yeah. I wonder who else was, ca- I wonder who else was auditioning for this role.
0: Um, I can't, I think it was, I think they had it intended for Leo when they really, I think at the beginning of the two thousands or the end okay. of the nineties, when they actively were making it a movie, I think they always had Leo in mind. It was just a matter of the directors and, okay. like, kind of the outside oh, cast. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, there's also, like, a lot of, like, other celebrities that are in this movie. Jennifer Garner's in here. Yeah, Jennifer Garner's in it. Uh, Elizabeth Banks is in okay, it. was yeah. the bank uh, woman. Uh, and I think there was someone else that I'm blanking on. But there was, like, there's so many, like... And Amy Adams, this is before she really even, like... Blew up. Yeah, and so, like... And then Martin Sheen obviously was in it. He, you know, was in a lot of stuff, but he has a really minor role. It, it's like really not that much for him, which I was kind of surprised with. But yeah, other than that, it was pretty, pretty good.
1: Pretty big name people.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I like that they came out in two thousand. Uh, not two thousand two. I like that it came out on Christmas Day. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah. With other scenes. I don't know if I if this came out after The Wolf of Wall Street because I think everyone thought like the wolf of wall street was going to be somewhat appropriate Mm -hmm. or at least i did when that came out on christmas uh i forgot what year it came out maybe 2013 I i didn't go see it but if i if i saw a trailer for that and i wanted to go see that at the age i was that would not have been appropriate
0: yeah i yeah i i think that it being on christmas really like kind of like if you're watching it on christmas day the opening night and even if you don't even if it's like the week after like january you'd be like oh, wow, like, the movie really, like, when it's Christmas time, you really feel it's Christmas time. Yeah, and
1: then the connection, and they keep calling on Christmas day.
0: Christmas. And that's a pretty good, like, it's a pretty good idea. Like, when they call each other, it's, like, it's a good way to tell you that time has passed. Okay. Where it's, like, they call, it's, like, oh, uh, this is the first time, and then the next year, you're, like, oh, it's been one year. And then, because I think they call each other, I think they call each other three times throughout the movie. Right. And so, like, that kind of helps you kind of think, like, get a feel on because it doesn't it does give you timestamps every once in a while. Yeah,
1: though I don't really like I don't really like timestamps. There was there was a good too many, I think, cuz I started losing. I didn't lose track, but I forget the previous year after they showed me the one that I'm on right now.
0: Yeah, it it can get pretty like confusing, so I think that's good that they had that like other backup if you yeah. wanted to call it that to like tell you like, "Oh yeah, it's been a year and Leonardo DiCaprio is 18 even though he's like 28 <laughs> in real life," but um yeah, do you have any uh other thoughts about the movie?
1: Uh, I,
0: I I thought there was a, I thought the the camera work was really like it was like like you it wasn't like a like there wasn't a pattern. It was always different. It was either like a a wide like pan over to what was going on or like a really close zoom in.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I like the call the, some of the phone calls they had like really close up on their mouths I yeah. think, think that was pretty cool
0: yeah I, I think there was a lot there was a lot of like different shot varieties and like kind of like it just was really like versatile and it like I think the way that Steven Spielberg directed it it like really has a bright color to it yeah and like so it's really like I think at the beginning the end it's like pale kind of like a palish more like dreary kind of like look to it because it's like
1: that, you think that connects with the storyline
0: yeah I think it connects where it's like Leo's kind of like um, he doesn't want to beat work for the FBI because it's, like, not something he wants to do, and he feels like he's in prison even though he's out of prison. Yeah. And at the beginning, it, it kind of glorifies, like, oh, you know, I am I have all this money I do. So it has, like, a brighter color palette at the beginning, but kind of by the end it kind of, like, gets a little more dreary, which I thought was pretty, pretty cool. I, I could honestly see myself watch this movie, like, Often. Like it's a it's one of those movies that I could watch often because it like never keep i I'm never bored.
1: Yeah, I, like we said earlier, like the pacing of it. I could I think I could rewatch this again.
0: Yeah, I because it, it's long. It's like it's two, it's two and a half hours, which like it's not like oh my god. It's long. Super long, but, but it's long yeah, and it's fairly long for a movie like that.
1: But if or er, but yeah, but the action felt Yeah, I I
0: yeah. I'd say I'd say like the movie that I think of when I think of it is like Forrest Gump. <laughs> it's it's because not just because of tom hanks yeah. but it's because like kind of you follow this person like through the years of a decade even though tom hanks was like multiple decades yeah but like you kind of like follow him and it kind of has the same kind of like has the same feel to it like where you can watch it over and not- get over again and it's never like dull
1: yeah um there's something different he wasn't he in like different stages of his life like doing different things wasn't he in the army at one point and Gump.
0: uh yeah he was in the army he literally any like <laughs> big event that happened in like the 20th century he was, he was a part of in like a big like a big not a big part but like he was like an active
1: i like or i haven't seen Forrest like, gump in a long time i think i haven't seen it when i was a kid but that's neither here nor there
0: yeah i i don't think it was directed by. i don't know if steven spielberg had any affiliation with it i don't think he did because like i think it was robert zemeckis i believe i think he was the director and then Steven Spielberg, I don't know if he like was a producer because it feels like Steven Spielberg has like been a part of every everything. Movie. Yeah. In the nineties and yeah, early two thousands. Like yeah. And um, yeah, it that's kind of the movie that I kind of think about, like I can relate it to just because it's like it follows these guys kind of through even though they're two completely different guys. But um Is there anything else you think that stuck out to you? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh no, I don't think anything else I have to talk about.
1: What would you rate it on the scale of one through five?
0: Uh, one through five, I honest, I'd honestly give it a five. Okay. Yeah, I'd honestly... I, I liked it. I really liked it. And I think, like, just everything's good about it. The acting's good. The cinematography's good. You're never bored. You're always entertained. I think the the one thing about it that I didn't understand, which is probably just, like, the way the dad... It felt like when they said the dad died. I, the plane, yeah. It kind of felt like... It, it, it felt like he was lying to him, but uh, but like actually, it didn't feel like he was lying to him because it, there was no point in lying to him at that point. Yeah, you already got him. And it just provoked him to leave. So it's so, but it felt like we should have seen the dad like die because we haven't seen him for like 20 minutes, and then the guy says, Oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead, and I'm just like, Oh wow, okay. Uh. It, but it's so hard to take that at face value because you never know who's telling the truth. Yeah, for the most part.
1: Uh. I wonder if he actually died. Do you know if he... D-
0: um, I'm not sure. Or I, if he died that way, because yeah, he said he I, fell. He like, fell, like, at the train station because he didn't have a car. Yeah. Because they were broke. And, uh, I yeah, I don't know if that's actually how it happened. But, um, yeah, I just wish we would have saw the dad, like, more, like, into that. And then they kind of... The mom, they really made the mom <laughs> out to be just terrible. They're,
1: yeah, dude, new ki- another kid. Yeah. Oh, man, she was cheating. Yeah. Man.
0: And then, like, she didn't, like, do anything. Like, they told her, her that her son were like, was, like, a criminal or whatever, and she, like, really did nothing. Like, it's not like she tried to contact him or anything.
1: Yeah, she just let him be.
0: Yeah, and she kind of just, like, she, like, got together with the dad's, like, friend.
1: Yeah, I didn't, that was, that yeah. was... And, and that
0: might be, because it's based on the book that was written by the real Frank Abagnale. So maybe, like, in that book, he didn't really like his mom and so like
1: he made her out to be like the worst person ever
0: yeah maybe and, and honestly like i don't know i <laughs> i don't know if that's how it actually happened but i but i think for the most part the, like 80 percent, obviously is like accurate in yeah. frank Abagnale's eyes so i think yeah i i'd give it a five out of five four out of five maybe
1: i think i'll do i think i'll do a f- four and a half I, I don't know it's really hard to get a it's, five out of five it's, it's
0: like it's like a movie. It's, like, a go-to, like, good movie. Yeah. It's not, like, a lot of people... A lot of people won't watch it and be like, that was stupid, I hate <laughs> it. Because it's so, like... Because Steven Spielberg is really good at making movies that, like, is accessible to everyone and that, like, everyone will generally like.
1: Yeah, and, like, Jaws and... And, like, E.T. I loved E.T. That, sorry. So and,
0: no, no, you're good. And um, what other movies has he made? I literally can't... Like, Jurassic Park Yeah. and all those. Um But, yeah, uh... I'd say that that's our closing thoughts on the movie. I think, th- yeah, it's a really good movie. I suggest watching it. It's on Netflix, although Netflix might take it down in uh, a couple of days. Depending yeah, on they're
1: taking it, uh, Last day to watch it is September 30th, I think, oh, end of yeah. the month.
0: So watch it because <laughs> it's pretty good. But it'll be back in a couple of months probably on Netflix. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a pretty good, pretty good movie. Uh, we both suggest it uh that is the two dudes in a movie podcast everybody have a good day Cam, right. you want to say bye to everyone
1: uh yeah have a good one <laughs>
0: all right everyone see you later